As we come to listen to God's word and in scripture, let us come in prayer. Let us pray. Reveal, O God, your wonder to our eyes. Open our hearts to Christ's love. Disperse from our minds any darkness and fill our lives with your light. Protect us, O God, from thoughts without action. Guard us from words without life. And grant us wisdom always to listen to the moving of your spirit. Amen. Our scripture lesson this morning comes to us from the Gospel of Matthew in chapter 16. We will read beginning with verse 13. Listen now for what the Spirit has to say to the people. Now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, Some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, and still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. Jesus said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter. And on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And then he sternly ordered the disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Adam Nicholson inherited a family homestead in Scotland. It was a homestead that really consisted of three islands, and on one island was a home that was the main cottage uh, that the family used. It was on an island in the southern Hebrides that was otherwise uninhabited. And travel to and, and from this island was possible only by boat. So Adam needed a boat. And he called on a boat builder named John McCollum. Now John was a respected boat builder in the Hebrides. John was known for building small sailboats that were ocean-worthy, and his renown was established not just because of his boat designs, but because he knew the waters of the region. He knew the sea and the channels, the currents and the wind patterns. He knew the challenges and the risks of sailing in these waters. He knew island life, 
He knew the life of sailing supplies and provisions from the mainland to a home on an island. He knew what a person living the way Adam would, would need from a boat in practical ways. That is why Adam reached out to John. And John built a boat that suited the waters that Adam would be sailing, the needs that he would have to supply the house on the island. And it would serve his purposes nicely. It was a boat that was built to sail in relationship to the place where Adam lived. Now when Jesus goes to establish a church, Jesus begins with a relationship among people and persons, and in particular Peter, who know his identity. And he says that Peter is the rock on which he will build the church. And sometimes we wonder why Peter. Now Peter was a fisherman. He was skilled in something, fishing, we know this. But he was not educated. The gospel writers show Peter as an impulsive disciple, speaking his mind when he should not, walking out on water and doubting and sinking. Peter even denies Jesus three times. He disowns his very Lord and teacher. But Peter is the rock on which Christ will build the church. And the name Peter literally translates to the word rock. But the words build and church have a lot of nuance in the biblical language. These words suggest that there is more beneath the surface than the text we read. You see, the biblical word in the biblical Greek for bill is oika de meo. And literally, this can mean building a house or a household. In conversational context, this word can mean encouragement. It can have the sense of building up others or building up character. It means helping other people stand strong to stand tall, to feel encouraged for the tasks which they have been called to. Peter, like a church, is one who builds people up, who encourages and strengthens them. Now the word for church is also an interesting word because the word for church in the Greek is ekklesia, which literally means fellowship, a fellowship of people. It's a specially constructed word made from several other words. Ek in the Bible means out from something and to another thing. And another word embedded in the word ekklesia is the word kaleo, which means call. So this word, ecclesia, describes a people who are being called, a church, a fellowship, an ecclesia describes a people who are being called out from the world 
to God. It is a fellowship of people gathering in God's presence for worship as we do like this. It is a fellowship of people who gather in God's love, who are called from wherever they came from to the place where the people gather to worship God. But why Peter? Why is he the rock that the church is built on? He doesn't have the credentials. He doesn't have the experience. He does not have the education. And he does not, some would say, even have the character. He is, for most purposes, not the one but he is the one that Jesus uses, the God he uses to build, to begin this fellowship of love. What qualifies Peter in the scripture as Jesus articulates is that he trusts the Messiah. He trusts Jesus as Lord. He has faith despite his flaws and his uncertainties and he listens for who Jesus is. He can articulate who Jesus is in his life and in the life of the world. Peter is the model of how we become the church. But the guiding question of the story is who is Jesus? Who do people say Jesus is? Who do you say Jesus is, Peter? Now, if a friend stopped you and asked you, who is Jesus, what would you say? Maybe someone at work would stop you, or a relative, or even a stranger. Maybe someone at the grocery store. Maybe someone on Facebook. If someone stopped you and asked, who is Jesus, what would you say? Now, there are many names and descriptions for Jesus. There are many in the Bible. One could say that Jesus was a rabbi, a teacher, a prophet. One could call Jesus Emmanuel, God with us. One could call him Savior. King of kings, Lord of lords. But Peter, Peter says that Jesus is the Messiah. Now Messiah means one who is anointed by God for a special purpose. And as the Messiah, Jesus is appointed to reveal new life, to reveal resurrection to the world. Now, Peter also calls Jesus the Son of the living God. And this describes a relationship, a family-like relationship. It describes a close relationship with God. It also describes an active character for God, one who lives. It means that God is near, not at a distance, that God is close, not far. In some ways, it is easy to name the identity of Jesus, and in some ways, it is hard. The question who Jesus is can be expressed simply, but we know that how God interacts with our lives is deep and complex. And if we are realistic, 
It is a question that a life of faith will ask again and again through all of the many seasons of our lives. It is a question that will evolve and grow as we evolve and grow as persons and as persons of faith. Now Peter is like this boat builder. He knows the climate, he knows the context, he knows the challenges, he knows the risks, he has experienced them firsthand. And Peter starts by saying who people say Jesus is, but then Jesus asks, who do you say I am? Now, when people go through confirmation, typically our, our youth, somewhere in late middle school or early high school, when, when people go through the rite of confirmation, it's a process of joining the church, taking on the responsibility of one's life of faith for themselves. And in that process, the church asks those who are learning, who are studying, who are seeking to be disciples, we ask them this question. Who is Jesus? And they ask this question, they explore it from a variety of perspectives. Now, what does the Bible say? What does the church say? What does my family say? What do my friends and my community say? And then comes the personal. Based on my own experience, who is Jesus? And who is Jesus in my life? And according to Peter, Jesus is the one who can show us new life. Jesus is the one who is near, close, personal, through all of our going out and our coming in. And through this kind of process, this kind of asking the question about Jesus' identity as well as our own, we begin to build a life of faith knowing our own contexts. Now in the scripture, Jesus blesses Peter, saying that he is the disciple who, on whom he will build the church, and knowing who Jesus is then, what then does it mean that God has a church on earth? That God has a fellowship of people like ourselves across the world? Now, if a friend stopped you and asked you the question, what is the church, what would you say? If someone stopped you and asked, what is the church, what would you say? Is the church that sacred-looking building on the corner? Is the church a, a time of gathering for worship and then a time for coffee and cookies? Is the, is the church a community that prays and sings? Is it a people who wash one another's feet? Is it a group that blesses the hurting and the sick and the dying? Is it a commitment to serve those who have needs? 
Is it a people that share compassion and love when other people struggle? The church can be all of these things. It can be many more. But the church is all of these things because Jesus is the Messiah. Jesus is the one who reveals new life, that Jesus is the Son of the living God, which Peter teaches us. The church is a community that helps us know who Jesus is and who Jesus is for us. And knowing this, we can live these faithful practices. That the church is a community of people called out of our own lives and into the world to share the building up, the encouragement of people in the world. Do this, we can do this as the church, as the fellowship, because Jesus is the one who shows us new life. As a church, our ministry is much like that boat builder. He listened and observed the oceans and the waves and the winds, and then he builds boats that are strong and sturdy purposeful in that climate, in that place. The people who are the church listen for God's leading, listen for God's calling, listening for the relationship and the life which Christ models, that, the, that those who gone before us like Peter have taught, and the people who are the church then go out to the world to listen to neighbors, to the needs of the world, and the church builds a fellowship like the boat builder, adapting to the needs, adjusting to the situations of the world, to share a love and a grace that is rooted in what is eternal in God. May you sense Jesus close to you this day. May you know the life that Jesus is giving this day. May you, as one called to the fellowship of the church, experience the joy of sharing this gift with someone else in your life. Thanks be to God today and always. Amen. Now we have a time of sharing in the gift of music. <laughs>